Today's episode of Rushmore Wrestling is brought to you by Marks It All. Are you feeling down about the wrestling business? Do you think Raw, AEW, NXT, and SmackDown all suck balls? Do you go on social media or text your friends about how everything is bad? Do you yearn for a time where there's blood, boobs, and brawls? If so, Marks It All is the product for you. Marks It All isn't like other over-the-counter medications that take 48 hours to begin working and promise to make you a world champion. No, Marks It All, taken directly as follows, goes straight into your bloodstream and activates within 15 minutes. After taking Marks It All, you'll love every catch-me-when-I-dive Leg slap and super kick, dad bod tag team, retribution nickname, impartial cameraman, and jazz hands that wrestling can throw you. Patients who are allergic to Marks at All should not take Marks at All. Side effects include depression, elation, thoughts of suicide, desire to listen to Nickelback, rash, rapid heartbeat, shortness of breath, diarrhea, constipation, dehydration, headaches, dry eyes, blurred vision, f- frequent urination, drowsiness, whooping cough, pink eye, numbness, sore limbs, back pain, hair loss, acne, loss of finger, uh, ingrown fingernails, <laughs> inability to clot. Sudden double jointedness, hemorrhoids, diminished taste buds, lisp, tooth decay, erectile dysfunction, erections lasting more than nine hours because Ross smacked on dynamite and NXT are such good shit. Jesse Ventura chin, Bell's palsy, Shawn Michaels eye. In some rare cases, patients taking marks at all have experienced loss of limb, diabetes, heart attack, locked jaw, deafness, blindness, sudden muteness, a desire to defend pushing Natalia, SIDS, not the four time world champion or cat. Stop taking Marks at All immediately if you enjoyed the big show. No Way Jose, Marco Stunt, AEW's Women Division, Alicia Fox, Mojo Rally, Mark Cardoya, Sheamus, Damian Priest, The New Day, AEW Dark, Main Event, or any commentary that's not Tony Schiavone. Four out of five doctors recommend taking Marks at All for struggling to enjoy wrestling. Try a free sample today. Send us a self-dressed stamp envelope to Dr. Tony P. Care of Marks at All, 50 Boston Turnpike, Shrewsbury, Massachusetts, 01545. <laughs> and now, enjoy the show. Welcome, everyone, to episode four of Rushmore Wrestling. The four horsemen of the apocalypse are back, and we are live together for the first time since March. COVID be damned. They say absence makes the heart grow stronger, and I could not be more than this wretched tribe of scum and villainy. The whole crew is here, Mr. 305 Live, Mr. Get Your Pen Ready, and the Where's Waldo of Professional Wrestling (laughs) podcast, Mr. Strem is alive and well. Gentlemen, how are we doing? It's good to see you all in person. We've... It's been far too long, gentlemen. It has. The Runaway Bride is here. (laughs) He sure is. Julia Roberts' favorite wrestling podcaster. (laughs) He's going to be battling Scoot for whose winning will go on first. Yeah. Welcome to the second podcast, North of the Border. Yes. Yeah, here we see. That's true. Yes, indeed. Because as as though Pete may want to say, Methuen, New Hampshire. (laughs) Methuen, New Hampshire. We all know the the truth. Yeah. We've got a fun one today. It's the top four traditional cage matches in wrestling history. Yeah. Uh, this this was a fun one. Again, we, we cut out war games, Hell in a Cell, um, all that wacky shit. You know, th- those are going to be episodes for another day. So it's four sides of steel, no lid. Before we get to that, it's Put time... Put a lid on it. <laughs> Take the lid off of it. It's cage oh, mattress. Right. Sorry, bud. This was a lot harder than I thought it was going to be. It was indeed. Um, I had I had the two that I knew off the top of mm-hmm. my head, and then I had to do some research, watch some matches. But before we get to that, John, we're going to start with your favorite segments. Pusher squash. Pusher squash. Oh. All right, pusher squash. Last night on Wednesday Night Dynamite. 
MJF showed up with some gifts for the inner circle, notably forgetting one member of the group. He and Jericho continue to have some sort of passive respect for each other. Push or squash, MJF and the inner circle. Peek your apotsis. I love segments between like push MJF. or squash. Like <laughs> a uh, push. <laughs> no, 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 I was kidding. You like, <laughs> you like segments like push or squash. <laughs> Uh, yes, I want to push this. I could watch segments with Jericho and MJF all day long for two hours straight, um, every day, each and every night. Um, I think it would be really cool. I don't know where they're going to go with this, but I think if Jericho does let his guard down and let MJF in the inner circle with the other members kind of like saying, like, what are you thinking? Don't trust this guy. And then down the road, somehow MJF pulling a coup and all of them kicking the crap out of Jericho and kicking him out. Yes. That would be a pretty cool to see. Yes, yes. So you're pushing. 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 Mr. Chris Parcello. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Skrull. Mr. Martin Skrull. I'm pushing. My only question for you is what happens to Warload? I think that he's going to dump him. He's going to dump Wardlow? Yep, I think he's going to dump him. Yeah, I'm pushing. I like the idea of MJF again. The, the coup, I got the king of the ring, you know, you're holding people down, look what you did, you went for the tag titles when Santana and Ortiz yeah, are here, turns they want to be, each other, right. Sammy, you could be so much better, you could be TNT champion, but yeah. you're you're fighting Jericho's battles for him instead, Right. I'm pushing. Yep. Alright, Justin Strem. Yeah. I mean, push just from the... Push. Push. Well, hold on, <laughs> Strem, MJF is a guy that wrestles on Wednesday nights, I think. It's a wrestling yes. league called All Elite Wrestling on yeah. TNT. So, for the simple reason that they're the two best heels in the company right now, and only one can be going for the title at the same time, so they would defer to the other, you know, if they're, in theory, friends. Yeah. Of course, leading to a breakup of whatever fashion that you guys just explained, but I think it would make perfect sense, and why not bring Wardlow in, you know? Have six or seven guys in the inner circle, I, you know, the bigger the faction, the better, I think. And I think... I actually wouldn't mind seeing Wardlow in there, either. Like, you could even have Jericho and Hager, like, get kicked out. Like, Hager sticks with Jericho and Wardlow takes over that spot because Hager gets intimidated by Wardlow's presence there. Yeah. You could do a lot with it. So I'm going to push as well. So that makes four pushes, that's all she takes. And then, <laughs> um, so I, I would say that MJF would join the Inner Circle to get status, to get the yeah, AEW championship. Yes. And like the night after, well the night, the Wednesday after. Where they celebrate? Uh, where they celebrate, he'd, play, he'd overthrow yeah, Jericho. Kind of a, a maybe. redo of the KO yeah, and Jericho yeah. friendship anniversary, right? Maybe maybe, th- maybe throw Hager and Jericho out of the group, yeah. and then he'd take over. I now, I, or, you know what you could do? Since Sammy didn't get the jacket, <laughs> yeah, he's jealous the whole time, and he's the one that pulls the coup over Jericho, and Jericho and MGF get kicked out, and they're a team together. You could even do that. But I don't think MJF would be that trustworthy, but... You could have Sammy be the one that gets Jericho out of there, too. My question about Wardlow, is he believable as a babyface? Because usually the bodyguard becomes the babyface when they split. I say yes because only because I've seen him out of character on being the elite, and he's okay. actually pretty charming. Okay. Interesting. Right. Yeah. So what do we get out of that segment? Pete wants to sleep with Wardlow. Oh, he's a, Well, there's a segment where uh, John Silver's trying to recruit Wardlow in the Dark Order, and he's like... MJF isn't here. He's like, no, no, I'm looking for you, man. Look at this tall, tall piece of beef. Oh man, Johnny Thirsty. <laughs> That's great. Yeah. Oh, All right, man. so 
continuing on, Thursday is ladies' night, so mm. rumors have it that Bailey and Sasha Banks will headline Hell in a Cell for the Women's Championship inside the cell. Also also slated for the show is the blow-off match between Orton McIntyre feud. This would be the this would not be the first women's headline or even first women's hell in the cell as Charlotte and Becky did it in 2016. Push and squash Justin Stram, Sasha and Bailey headlining this year's Hell in a Cell. I would normally def- uh, say no, but I'm going to push this one for a couple reasons. One, I think one is 2020. One is 2020, of course, and I think women of all sizes and shapes are all beautiful, no matter what. Unless you're ugly. (laughs) (laughs) But two reasons. One, I think, first of all, it's pretty obvious what's going to happen between McIntyre and Randy Orton. (laughs) And two, um, they have put so much time into this feud that I think they deserve the top billing. And it's been a slow burn. I love that they stayed friends throughout most of it. but this is this is actually a long burning candle, which WWE does very little of. So I think they deserved that spotlight. Yeah, so I'm pushing. Chris, push or squash. I'm a push. Um, oh yeah. These two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, these fine. these two can work, and you know, oftentimes it's the best of friends in real life that have the best matches, like Sean and Triple H. I don't think they ever had a bad match. Mm-hmm. You know, Owens and Jericho. You know, when when they have the chemistry outside of the ring, it translates to in the ring, and these two will have an, an amazing match. Sasha's had great Hell in a Cell matches before. Yep. I think her and Charlotte main evented Hell in a Cell when it was in Boston a few years ago. It was ago. awesome. It was, it was an awesome yeah. match. Um, so I think I think it would be great. And again, like, like Strem said, you know, get, it never hurts to give the women the closing match on the card because... Every match is a main event these yeah. days on on every brand, every show, every company. Everything is main event caliber. Um, yeah, I'm a push. push. All right, Pete, push or squash? Uh, I will also push because I think Bailey. In the beginning, we all hated as a heel, but she has done a really good job at becoming a really obnoxious heel. I love the trash talking she does. She uses the the quietness of the. Uh, you know, the situation where, you know, there's no crowd, you can really hear what she's saying. She says some pretty funny stuff. She, like, she literally, like, makes fun of Michael Cole the whole match. <laughs> and um, the only shame I think is that's going to come out of this is after that match, which is going to be really good, Sasha's going to be a babyface, and I think Sasha's a much stronger yeah, heel. So I, I think after this blows over, Bailey will continue to be a bigger star than Sasha. Even though I yeah. think Sasha's a superstar as it is. But she needs that heel attitude to keep her over. Yeah, I would agree. Her being a heel, like the super hot chick that won't talk to you type yeah. thing right now. That's they don't do enough thing. of that anymore. Right. Yeah. Back right. in the day, there always Sasha's that perf- perfect for that. Yeah. Back in the day, you know, there'd always be one woman who would wear like a long, like basically like a fucking trench coat, and like you people are too fat and ugly. You don't deserve to see my body. <laughs> Britt so, Baker's kind of like that character for AEW oh. right now. Britt Baker, you could argue, is kind of that character. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I think of her more of a, as a traditional. Trim Britt Baker is a wrestler that's on AEW. <laughs> She's a role. By the way, Britt Baker, she was in phenomenal shape she last looked good. night. She, she looked good last she night. She had like abs and stuff. Like she looked good. And I think she, her and Penelope Ford. Why are they not making the two of them the stars of that women's division? I think Penelope Britt's still healing from her knee injury. She wrestled last night. Okay. Yeah, yeah she yeah. had a full match. She okay, great. She looked great. Maybe maybe she's right. Re- she's ready yeah. now because yeah. I I know a couple weeks ago they were like she's still not a hundred percent. Yeah, no, she had a full match with some no name chick and she did a great job last night. So. Yeah, 
Maybe they're taking the slow burn with, with Penelope because they know they have something. They have lightning in a bottle. With the best man. Look at us just sitting around new. debating women's wrestling. Yeah, all right. Isn't that well, crazy? Well, well I, I was also a push. I think uh, they're a standout of the COVID era. Mm. I think these two have really carried the company through it. So. Yep. Um, all right. I like it. The final. Push squash. Push squash. squash. Kind of a two-potter here. Ooh. Arnie Anderson. Recently filed for the Four Horsemen trademark. Did he but, really? Yes. I didn't know that. Barring Good any luck. legal action from WWE, yeah, it sounds like that. this will be revived in AEW. Now, why would WWE ever let him get that trademark? I don't think they trademarked it. WWE didn't trademark the Four Horsemen? Wow. I think wow. they got it when WCW, when they purchased WCW, but... Oh, no, they absolutely trademarked it. I was going to say, that'd be pretty dumb DVD. if they didn't. They did a, they did a, yeah, they put him in the Hall of Fame. They did a history of the Four Horsemen DVD. Yeah. So they definitely did uh, Four Horsemen. Well, all right, well, anyway. no, all right who cares? Uh, so, <laughs> push or squash the Four Horsemen in AEW. And if you're pushing it, name your Four Horsemen. Christopher, lead us off. Biggest uh, AEW fan I know. Okay, I may be a WWE honk, but I love AEW. You know I do. I just... I, I don't know sometimes, but I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I'm very positive about AEW. I just am not so quick to dismiss all things E. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, That's a good way to put it. <laughs> I'm pushing it. My four horsemen of the AEW would be the Revival as the tag team. Mm. You know, put Tully Blanchard in as the J.J. Dillon mouthpiece. Um... See, if I weren't pushing MJF in the inner circle, I would push MJF as the leader of said faction. Um, I will put Hangman Page as the Barry Windham type. Nice. And then a, f- a Cody Rhodes that says fuck you to Kenny Omega and the Young Bucks as the... Well, he hasn't really centerpiece. been involved with them this whole time, anyway. But that's how he makes his decision. He's gonna join. He's gonna join up with the man that tried to ruin his father's career time and time again, mm-hmm. Tully Blanchard. Cody so, Rhodes picks up the mantle. So is Arn not gonna even be involved in this? Arn will be like a coach. So Arn, Arn is Cody's coach. So Arn, I kind of feel like Arn should drop Cody and like. I was actually expecting Arn to take over the revival because he was signing their contract with them, and then all of a sudden Tully, Tully's with them, which I found confusing. You know, what, let me let me shake that because I forgot about uh, fucking ten Spears. Ten. I think he would be good in that. Spears, Hangman Page, and the revival. So no Cody. No Cody. Well, Pete, change uh, my mind. Pete, push or squash. I'm actually going to squash this one because I don't think there should ever be a four horsemen again. I think you need to keep it where it was there. And there were also other renditions that were just never as good. Like Lex Luger was in the Four Horsemen. I mean, that's just, to me, you're ruining something that was amazing at one point. It's like you're watering it down, you know. And then Chris Benoit was in it. Although that was a much more successful version. What's wrong with Chris Benoit? Well, there's a lot wrong with him. He's dead dead for one. So... His, you know, so you can't rejoin. No. History notwithstanding, Benoit was part of one of my favorite formations of the horse. Yeah, it was a successful formation. It was better than the Lex Luger version. Better than a, But it's what? like you're doing it too much, and I get it's been 20 years or whatever, but I like the idea of them forming yet another faction in the AEW, in the right. AEW as many as there are. This one would stand out, but I would not call it the Four Horsemen. 
All right, Strem, push the yeah, squash. I'm, I'm going to echo Pete. I'm going to say squash because in terms of, uh, you know, nostalgia, we always tend to overrate things in our brain history. And, like, whenever you come up with a new faction, new Legion of Doom, new rockers, yeah. you know, new Heart Foundation. What's wrong with the new rockers? <laughs> <laughs> it just doesn't hold up. And no. it's kind of like people are going to automatically compare it on night one, even if it's great, to, right. um, you know, the... Something that's even better in their memory than it was when it came yeah. out. If you called the Inner Circle the NWO, how yeah. do you think that would go yeah, over? Right, People right. would be trashing it so, left and right. Yeah, but I do like the idea of another... I'm a big faction guy, right? Yeah. I think that they just... They they help sell. Um, and it leads to run-ins and all sorts of yeah. stuff. Well, so, it gets people on TV, too, right? Right, right. exactly. Well, I'm going to push it because um, mm. I feel like AEW needs something historical they can cling to. And not just being on TNT on a weeknight. Mm-hmm. I think, uh, but honestly, what Chris said makes absolute sense. I wouldn't put Spears in there. I'd put Hangman. I think it needs to be four guys on an elite level. Think about Hangman fought for the first AEW title, but he lost, but he mm-hmm. was the first main eventer. Cody is Cody, and FTR is right now the champs. Yeah, Cody Cody would make total sense. I think I heal Cody, mm-hmm. and then you turn him face when he realizes he stabbed his father's legacy in the back by joining... Mm-hmm. You know, the organization that tried to kill him for years. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah. And then, I don't know, what, you Goldust can't, comes well, and... Gold, Goldust has right. been too many years. I tell you, <laughs> he's, he's, he's not going to keep stepping so much. Goldust has been Seems a like breath a of fresh he, air, man. He, he wrestles like he's freaking young. Yeah, in like, his final run in. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. He looks <laughs> great, and they've yeah, had him in shape. very few segments, but good segments. Like, re- <clears> remember the part where the, um, in a circle, like, trashed his arm? What, they have him... Um, they broke his arm. Hager broke his arm. And stuff like that. Right. Like he's been in some good, good, good feuds. A couple and stuff years and... ago, well, when he was finishing up in WWE, he actually hit. He was in like the best shape of his life. Yeah. I think he had a match against like the the world champion. They let him go for like twenty minutes. And I think yeah. it, was, it was a great match. He flew around. Like he flies around faster than some of these young guys. He's been, like, great. He's in great shape. I guess he coaches the women. I guess they're saying uh, him and Hangman. Do you coach blame the women. them? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Well, it's not saying. I mean. Oh, no. Akio, Ak- 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 what the fuck's the champion's name? Sheeta? I like Sheeta. Sheeta. I don't, Ikaru, get, Ikaru, I don't get why they don't use Nyla or uh, Rose more. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. What's her deal? She, like, they, they keep start-stopping her. But and I'm then proud you... of you both for saying her and she on every indication of it right now. Oh, well, she's a chick. Yeah, at this point. She looks more like a chick than a guy. She's yeah. not like Sunny Kiss where you know it's a guy. Right, but he's trying. Like I think Nyla Rose looks like a woman to me. I think like, Nyla's uh, story on Jericho's podcast too is is she's quite, very smart, it, very yeah, intelligent. This was, this was not some harebrained like, oh, I'm just you know, yeah. this is how I feel today. This was a. I think she thing. is what Nia Jax wishes she was. Like as far as like talent, she mm. carries herself as a star. But they need to do better with her. Like right. she should have actually been the women's champ this entire time right. until you got someone really over in the women. Like. Like uh, Thunder Rosa could have been that one where you, if you right. knew you were going to get Thunder Rosa, obviously they probably didn't know that. But you could have had Thunder Rosa like be the one to beat her after a year. You know, she she lost the inaugural tournament to Riho, which was horrible. Idea. And then she won the title, and then she lost it to someone who with Sheeta looks like Riho. yeah, it was too yeah, it wasn't. These people again, Sheeta. I like Sheeta, but she can't speak English. She right. can't get connected to the audience. You need to give her a mouthpiece. Right. They should have actually instead of having Nyla Rose with Vicky Guerrero, Vicky Guerrero should have been with Sheeta. Right. 
you know, or someone that you know needs it. Like, maybe Nyla she, Rose doesn't need someone to talk. Maybe she could have been in the Nightmare Collective. That lasted. For oh man, three that weeks. was that was pretty bad. All right, true to form, ladies' night. That's Pusher Squatch. We almost <laughs> had a clean sweep. Yeah, yeah, yeah almost. Almost. Yeah. I got a new game for us this week. It's called Who Am I? You're Chris. <laughs> I'm going to give you some Stiles. clues. Oh, I'm going to give you some clues and see if you can identify the wrestler. Clue number one: I have won multiple Pro Wrestling Illustrated awards, including the PWI 500 number one spot. Number two, I have won titles in WWF, WCW, and TNA. Could it be, um, when you say WWE, does it count? It was the F. Oh, it was the F, so it's not Eric Young. Wait, say, I wasn't listening to you. What was the question? (laughs) Of course. Won titles in WWF, WCW, and TNA. Oh, Kurt Angle. No. No. Number three, I have competed in, but have never won the Royal Rumble. Could be anyone. I have won a hair versus mask match. I have lost a hair versus hair match. McFoley. Raven? No. No. Um. Although many people I worked with have, I have never had any sunny days. Kane? I have been in Christian. Mul- I have been in multiple major motion pictures. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Randy Savage. I am an, ori- an impact. I am an original yeah. WWF Triple Crown winner. Wow. What the fuck? Mankind? Nope. I already said McFoley. Oh. Well, I said Mankind. I am in, I am in <laughs> the WWE Two, Hall of Fame. Jack. I could be anyone. <laughs> Jesus. I'm, the, see, the impact thing throws me off. Is it... Um, Sting. Sting. No. Because no. he's been in all three. Bob Holly. Here's here's the clue that here's the fun. I thought you guys might have gotten it by now. So yeah, here's the fun clue that just gives it away. When I go to a gas station, I don't fill up my tank with regular or premium. Oh, Kevin Nash. Boom! It's oh, Diesel. Wow. Oh. <laughs> oh, I see. I don't think of him being in an impact, but he was. Yeah, well, right. he and Scott Hall were tag champs. Yep, 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 yeah. I just can't That's, believe it was Kurt Angle. That's a good point. We should have got it with the with the. Uh, Movie thing, you know. He's yeah, in oh, you, oh, you, you he was in Magic, Magic Mike, Mike XL and oh, yeah. XL Two. He was in the Punisher. He was in Teenage Mutant. Ninja he was Turtles in the Punisher. Season. He was the Russian that tried to kill Thomas Jane. He oh. was. He was. Uh, he was super shredded. Why? Like, that's right. Title winner? Not not. Ninety five. He was number one. I think that's oh. what threw me. Ninety five was a lean <laughs> year. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin, you think Kevin Nash Mabel. was Roman Reigns Mabel. before Roman Reigns? Mabel. As far as reception and push and all no, that, so the push. fans took to him. Yeah, the fans took to him quick. Mm. Yeah, he did have a good rub off of the Michaels thing. Yeah, because yeah, they built him up as just like the side, the sidekick, side piece. And then I almost said side piece. Shawn Michaels side piece. And then like Michaels kicked him in the face by accident so many times that yeah. like the fans were clamoring for him. They to were waiting turn for him to get him. his hands on him. And then two days later at a house, so he was. Suddenly, champion, and like the fans were like, "What the fuck is what this? What the hell happened?" Yeah. So, Chris, what are we wa- we're watching? Bad Blood. We're watching Bad Blood, nineteen ninety-seven. Pressure. We're actually. They were a decent team. High energy. I. Yeah, I always enjoyed their matches. Hey, don't don't use Coco Beware and Owen Hart's tag team name. So I was watching. <laughs> I was watching some fun uh, some fun uh, YouTube energy. clips, and. I came across a great little segment where Chuck Taylor was talking. Excuse me member of Best Friends and AEW competitor Chuck Taylor. Um, he was on Colt Cabana's podcast, and he talked about how he and his friends have a um, have a text thread where they just make up wrestler names. 
and I laugh my ass off. I watched it like four times, so I'm going to just knit, throw out a couple of these for right. you. Tell me which one your favorite is. Hardwood, Rich Mahogany. <laughs> Hot Sauce, Randy Williams. This one's my personal favorite. This is Howie DeWitt. Ah. Scott Tate, uh, Scoot Tatum. Scoot. Raw Dog. Scoot. Raw Dog, Rich Beanbag. <laughs> Pud Nelson. So much better at making up wrestling yeah. names than we are. Remember us? Oh, it was, it was like John Smith. <laughs> Harry Balls. Cuba Gooding the Third. <laughs> Boomer Scarborough. No gimmicks needed. Steve the Samurai. Nice. The Cucumber, because he's always that has to be cool. Steve Blackman thing, right? I mean, um, let's see. Buster Norberg. Buster. Norberg. Power Cat Jeff Winslow. The Human Thermometer Pat Joplin. <laughs> Frank Grabass Hernandez, New in Town Luke Wilcox, Danny Double Dip Dawkins, Adrian Dill Picklesby, The Midnight Oil Barney Stamp, The Job Tiff Sanfords, uh, Bud Nevins, Bareback Benny Fig. He made this gimmick up specifically for Adam Cole, Cool Dad Don Crenshaw, <laughs> The Space Homie Mike Smith. He had a hip-hop gimmick and would slap five with little green midget aliens on his way to the ring. He's <laughs> getting real specific. Pro Bowler Benji Ball Return Roberts. Jesus. Cro- See, they were just like running out of ideas at this point. Cro- crooked Dick Johnny Hogg. Crooked Dick. Dick the Hammer Dick. Dick <laughs> That's mine. That's my favorite. All Sack Drew Gulak. Wow. Handjob Dave Henderson. <laughs> Better. From the 86 Red Sox? Six oh dicks God. deep, David O'Neill. Six dicks deep. Solar system... Imagine so- taking six dicks. Oh, Solar system specialist, Steve Baker. Long haul, Lenny Broadway. Jeff, just the tip, Baker. Uh, Lemuel. Not Samuel, but Lemuel. Little baby dong, Denver. Mick the Kraken McCracken, and finally the incubator Steve McGillicuddy. There's a lot of good ones there. I fucking yeah. love Chuck Taylor for stuff like that. That's yeah. funny. And I feel like that's a game we could easily play. Just be like, oh, I thought of another wrestling name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Um, I can do my segment, or if you want to start the. No, 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 sorry, ran out of time. We can. Uh, we can... <laughs> <laughs> if you we smell what the woke is no, cooking, do your Chris segment, do your segment. What, What's your uh, segment? The top four wrestlers on the mountain? <laughs> yes. <laughs> on the mountain. Yes. Well, this won't take long, actually. Uh, this it could take long if it wants. It's fine. This is called uh, Random Bullshit on Facebook Marketplace. Oh, nice. oh, I like that. And I just went in and searched for local items under the search term WWF. Okay. To see what kind of bullshit I could find. And... Oh. Is this a Price is Right thing? This is a Price yeah! is Right. Yeah! So you can go over. It's just closest. To okay. You. So I picked Very three exciting. different items. Ooh. And by the way, as an aside, people just make up. Like, you can go on eBay and get a good range of a price. Yeah. People just make up yeah, like absurd prices. I hate the ones where they put the list for like $10,000. <laughs> yeah. Did people have not figured <laughs> like, out that part? Look at this asshole. He's trying to sell me a guitar for four grand. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you go to the Burger King parking lot and get one. That's where I make all yeah. my deals. Yeah, all you, all you gotta do is drop trout and let it hang. <laughs> I love this guy. This guy, I've I've sold so many guitars to him. He lives in Wilmington. Mm. It's great. He's like very convenient. Mm. <laughs> one of the last two fucking Burger Kings in Massachusetts, by the way. Yeah, I think yeah. pretty much. 
Um, uh, this one in Salisbury, right off the highway. If you're getting desperate on the way home, because the one, <laughs> the one in fucking Tuxbury, no, actually, the one in Tuxbury is still open. The one in Salem, New Hampshire, is gone. Yeah. The one in Wilmington, me and John used to go to after Boy Scouts. Those were some good times. Right. Now you're filing your lawsuit. Double whopper with cheese. Your first item is located in Newton Center, of all Ooh, places, which is about the last place I would expect. It is a Stone Cold Steve Austin foam finger, foam middle finger, I might add. It says, because Stone Cold said so. I'm placing it about here, 97 or 98, maybe. Any guesses on the price, Chris? I'll start with you. Um, may I ask, what is the listed condition of it's said It's in good condition, but although they didn't really specify it. Good, but okay. It, it, is it looks, there a description? Like, are there funny descriptions of these things Some, that they typed up? Not usually. That, that means it doesn't help. Not as funny <laughs> as Strem would give us. I'm going to say, this is in Newton. This is in Newton Center. Newton Center. Oh, John Cena was once from Newton. Um, <laughs> they used to hail John Cena from Newton, Massachusetts. West Newbury. Yeah, but at one point, I think he was yeah. hailed from somewhere else in Massachusetts. Maybe. Maybe. Or they were was like, it Roxbury? Went to Newton High School. West, they might have said he went to Newton High School. Or something. Yeah. I think it was West, like West Roxbury. Um, I'm going to say it's vintage. It's almost 30 years old. I'm going to say this person's asking for... $85. Pete. I'm going to say thirty-eight seventy-five. Strem. Is the middle <laughs> finger pointing up or down? <laughs> like this. In the photo, Strem. In the photo. It's actually pointing sideways. a terrible photo. Okay. Ooh, sideways, middle finger. I'd pay about 15 bucks for that. Chris is closest. It was, they were asking for $75. Are you serious? I mean, that's... Shit. I mean, think about it. You bought it, 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 it at the time, it was probably that shirt. $30. Right? That shirt? I would love that shirt. So you can get you can get a repurposed version of that shirt on eBay now for like 20 bucks. I would. Which I, would oh, I want one. Teespring and make your own. I want one, but the back of it says... I Why would I do that, Pete? Why would I do that? <laughs> so today, because so, we're talking about buying things, I was on the Custom Make website, and I was making us... Uh, T-shirt jerseys that said Rushmore Wrestling Podcast. Ooh, yeah, we need those. The back of yours, you know, your number's 305 because of the nickname. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's my new hashtag that I'm introducing today. The new hashtag for the Rushmore Wrestling Podcast is hashtag FTBS. Fuck the big show. Oh, I love it. Oh, my God. This morning, Pipe Bomb News on Instagram, one of my favorite Instagram, who's apparently private for some reason. Um... They posted a segment where Eddie Guerrero gave the Big Show something really naughty to eat, and he was taking a big dump in the bathroom. Oh, God. And I was like, good, because he's a piece Shut of crap. Up. That's foul. <laughs> Your next item is located in next East, East Weymouth. Ooh. It is oh, Kelly Cameron and Lewis Cameron. 1995 in new condition, according to the seller. It is a Coliseum Video three-sticker light switch cover set of Bret Hart, British Bulldog, and the aforementioned Diesel. Ooh. How much do they want for the brand new '95 three sticker light switch set? Right to right to. And I'm gonna start with John Tremley this time. Uh, it's a light switch set. It's a sticker that goes over a light over switch. Over light switch, so it should be really cheap. But they, there's someone. Who the fuck is Gene Kinski? <laughs> it's Kinski, <laughs> former NWA World Champion. It's, oh, the best title ever. Show some respect. Um, <laughs> it's Paul Orndorff. <laughs> It does look like Paul Orndorff. I like his hair. Um, Look at that nose. So, it's a light switch set that you probably own. Um, And it's it's really fucking cheap and probably costs two cents to make. WWE probably charges about three bucks for a pack. I'm going to say $15. All right. I'm going to say $25. 
I'm going to say first, WWE probably charged $19.95. Yeah. So this person is asking for $65. So, many times these things came as a gift with the Coliseum video. Uh-huh. John Tremblay had the original price. It was down from 15 They slashed it to $10 as of today. For $10, you can go to East Weymouth. I, like, I think you should buy this stuff, and as we win it, <laughs> hand it to us. That's a great, that's a so great I have idea. A new, well, that would be I have a new light switch right over there that, that could use the British Bulldog. All right, well, uh, maybe I'll go to East Weymouth. <laughs> now, that's a great idea for a few... If you're going to bring this... I like I like this fucking segment. Yeah. you got to we'll, buy at least one of these I things. I mean, we'll, we'll reimburse you for this it. This is a good we, segment. We, I like we, this we'll, segment. We'll reimburse you with the show's funds. I mean... <laughs> okay, well, wait till you get the next item. Oh, you mean my debit card? Don't get too ahead of yourself. This next item is about a 9 or 10 pack. All mint in box figures. Well, if it's a 10 pack. Woburn Mass. Oh, Here's a rundown. WWE Jack's Classic 3 pack. Again, all mint in package. Hogan, Brutus the Barber, Jimmy Hart, all in their red and yellow. Gun. These are toys. These are figures. Okay, this is going to be big bucks. <laughs> Hall of Fame, Jimmy Snooker. WCW Collector's Edition of Sting, the Crow version. Great American Bash version of Batista, Adrenaline Series, Hurricane and Rosie, Ruthless Aggression Series 13, Charvo Guerrero, WrestleMania 22, Rey Mysterio, Legend Series, Vader, Extreme Rules version of Lesnar, Brock Lesnar, again, WWE Classic, NWO Hogan, and then a battle pack of Legion of Doom with the blue spiked shoulders. So all of those mint in package... What does the person want in Woburn, Massachusetts? And Pete, I'll start with you. I'm going to say he wants $275 in total. In total. Chris? $499.99. dollars <laughs> You're Trembly is closest. It is $600. Wow. According to this person, they say the value is over $800. Where are they? Because I want to play with them right now. <laughs> right now. Right to... Ooh, well, I can get an Owen three sixteen. I just broke your neck shirt for twenty dollars and five dollars shipping and handling. You can get a <clears> lot <throat> of WWF and wrestling bullshit on Facebook Marketplace. Tune in next time. And we'll That's a great one. fucking segment. Well done, Strike. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Very good. I haven't watched Very wrestling good. in like nine it. months, but that was a great fucking segment. Hey, I, like I watched it. the whole pay per view on Sunday night. Nice. It's all right. Actually, I skipped the second match. <coughs> Oscar versus yeah, um, Oscar Tosca or whatever. That wasn't supposed to be a match, I guess, right? That night. So you're also a liar. Um, <laughs> so Oscar wrestled twice. Yeah, but she nice wasn't supposed to. You're a no, clown. she replaced Nikki Cross, who I this think man is, is a clown on COVID because her husband is in uh, NXT. And NXT uh, had an outbreak. Yes, yes, yes. Which is why there was no underground Sorry. on Monday because they didn't have any extras. <laughs> right, 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 right. You going to the Miller Lite store? Yeah. Anybody? Yes, please. The Miller Lite So store. Dory Funk is Terry Funk's son? Brother. Brother. This is Brother. Dory Funk Jr. Son. This is the one that was loved more, obviously, because he got the junior title. Well, he looks like a little healthier, too. Is Cowboy Cow- Bob Orton going to show up? God damn it. They're talking about great St. Louis was, wrestling. This was before Sonny uh, learned how to do Oh, it's the king of wrestling. The only true king of wrestling. <laughs> so here's, he looks like Tom Vale. Here's the thing about Harley Race. He looks like Brian Cox. <laughs> Harley Race. Everyone looks like Tom Vale to you. <laughs> if they're blonde <laughs> with short blonde hair and rosy cheeks, they're Tom Vale. When, when Harley Race turned 40, he just stopped aging. Yeah. Just like hey. Double A. Double A did the same shit. Beverly right? Brothers. Beverly Brothers, boys. Are we out of segments? 
Are we going to the... Did you do your I want to speak to the manager Karen no, I didn't like that one. I, I like I like being the guest on the segments. You know, I, I don't like I, having I, a segment. I'd love for you to come up I'll with a segment. I'll think of something. I'll think of something. Sorry. So sorry. I, I, think my <laughs> who, I think my Who Am I segment will work. Oh, I gotta, yeah. I got no, to fine-tune it a little bit. But They're all, I love Pusher Squash. I love Strem's segment now with the uh, guest the price. I love it. That's well, smart. The, the funny thing to me is, like, all those things, somebody could have made up a complete ridiculous bullshit price. So, like, I've seen, like, trading cards, like baseball cards. Yeah. People will post, like, ten of them out of the package wrestling from, like, 1990, and they want, like, $50 for them. Mm. Meanwhile, you can buy the mint in the original set wrapped the entire... 200 card series for like $10 on eBay. So people are just, they just, yeah, they just expect people not to do their research. Right. It takes two seconds. And then they wonder why their fucking listing sits there for a year and a half and no one even bothers. Right. right. Exactly. All right. I think it's time to get to the list. Let's do it. It's time for the top four. There he is. God damn it, boys. My horse. Bruce. My horse. But I'll make it to the ceremony. Bruce. God damn it. Bruce, we got a problem. I'm not going to lose to that rat bastard Bright Heart. <laughs> Nobody should. I look like fucking one of the... He looks like a heart in that. He looks like Tom Vale. He looks like a Quaid. He looks like Randy Quaid. Yeah, he does picture. look like Randy Quaid. More than shit is full. <laughs> uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. The shit is full. Oh, God. I think they were both in Roadhouse. They were. Oh, fight, they were in Roadhouse. Fight, fighting on the docks. They oh. were. Oh, the tapes get destroyed. Uh, right. This is a great, great movie. So, should we start at the top? Because I think we all have the same, like, the best cage match of all time. Uh, or work I up to I always like to finish with the best. Okay, we'll I work up to that. Anyway. Simply the best. All right, so um, my, I guess my last one on was I watched for the first time today after hearing about it so much, and I was like, you know what? This is a good fucking cage match. <clears throat> Starcade 1985. Yes. Tully Blanchard versus Magnum TA yep. in an I Quit cage match. I've never I seen this. I'm going to have to watch this. This was excellent. So, the pros. It was for the U.S. Championship, so there was stakes. Mm. It was an I Quit match, so we didn't have to deal with any of that escape in the cage uh-huh. bullshit. There was truly no interference, so the cage served its purpose. <clears throat> um, Tully Blanchard came down to the ring and to Bob Seeger's Watch Her Strut, which. Yeah. Getting mm. fucking dicks wet with that song. Um, there was lots of blood. It was violent as fuck. They were screaming at each other with the microphone on. Um, the cons, the ring announcer sucked. He said, and I quote, introducing the proponents of the match. He's probably drunk. He said, and the challenger, the vastly popular Magnum TA. And then yeah. he introduced uh, Tully Blanchard as being accompanied to the ring by Baby Doll, a perfect 10. He was the drizzling shits. Oh, but this match was so good. It was so fucking violent. <clears throat> they were beating yeah. the bag out of each other. I watched it today, and I was like, this match is so fucking good. I watched it today as well. That was, uh, I kind of looked at it. I said, all right, what's the best escape from the cell? What's the best um, title in the cell? What's the best, you know, uh, high flyers off the cell? But this was my, what was the best brawl in the cell? Because the highlight of the match is when he broke that fucking chair off. Yeah. And they were literally trying to stab each other. This was a this was a barroom brawl. <laughs> it was yeah. And like how many like no one it was the ultimate reversal. Uh, with, um, Tully was trying to stab Magnum, and Magnum turned around, and stabbed him in the eye, and he quit. Yeah, like that's yeah. that was 
Honestly, yeah. and the, the microphone strangling him with the with the cord. Oh my god! Oh, hitting the microphone into his already bleeding forehead. <laughs> it was great. Way, shout out to Colin <clears throat> Sloan, who I think is the one that that basically said this was his number one mm. um, when we posted last. Colin last time. Cameron Sloan, good job. <laughs> um, Sloan. What I would say about this is um, just the we talked about Vince Russo talking about emotion and matches and storytelling, and like this was that to a T. Announcer aside. Yeah, <laughs> right. That fucking but, sucked. And then, like, both of them all screamed. They had to, the funny thing was the the mic had a cord on it. That's how old the match is. So like, they had to yes, uh, yes. Rip, like pull the corded microphone into the ring. That's funny. And uh, what I would that say is, Lesnar? they didn't actually use the cage that much in it. But it all, but what what it did was it added <clears> to like the 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 deadliness. Yeah, like the the the, the ambiance. Yeah, thank you. this is the one I think they brought up. It was. The lights were off in the crowd, so you couldn't yeah. see the, re- the reactions of anyone in the crowd. Mm-hmm. So it was made like a, almost like a, like a theater setup. Yeah. They're, and they're screaming at each other. They both bled in this. Um, and, you know, to have the... Usually, when the weapon's brought into the ring, it ends up going against the guy that brought it in, and that's exactly what happened this time. But, and, I mean, th- th- that was a, such a rare spot to break a chair. Yeah, somebody threw... Who <laughs> threw the chair into the ring? Baby doll. I think it was Baby doll. Yeah. Baby doll threw it over... <clears throat> Credit to Baby Dolls. I thought it was just a wooden chair. Is that you? Over <laughs> That's Orville Redenbacher. Strem? Hey, oh, hey. I'm much Nick. Nah, and she sat with me. <laughs> Lufez. Uh, I had, oh, the other point I would make about this match is Magnum TA, I didn't know much about him. Yeah. He actually retired in 1986. Did you read this about him? Didn't he retire because he got in a car accident? He got in a car accident, wrapped his Porsche around a telephone pole, oh. broke it, shattered two vertebrae, Jeez. and... Uh, it's such a shame because he was a good worker. Was stud, based I, on this I also heard he Googled a picture of some Nazis and put it on a, a Facebook <laughs> argument he had with I, uh, fun, fun fact about Tully Blanchard, he would then go, uh, not Tully Blanchard, excuse me, about Magnum TA, he would then go on to marry Tully Blanchard's <laughs> ex-wife and is the stepfather <clears throat> to Tessa Blanchard. TA? Oh, right. Yeah. Really? Magnum. Uh, so they were really good friends. So my, uh, my note about Magnum The TA. fact that they worked that well together is amazing. Usually, uh... Your friend you get a Kurt Angle, Jeff Jarrett situation. Yeah. My note about Magnum TA is uh, I called him Magnum Hogan. He had, <laughs> yeah. he had the Hulk Hogan hair. <laughs> With the, the Tom Selleck yeah. mustache. Yeah. See, this brother. is the thing. I didn't have time to watch this. So I, I didn't pick anything I haven't watched, but I kept seeing this match pop up, and I'm sure the other one you guys are going to have on your list. Is that one, one I watched today, and yeah. it bored the fuck out of okay. me, so it didn't make my all right, list. So, yeah. All right. But I was just like, I can't pick something I've never seen or... And I didn't. I don't remember from my childhood. Right. So only stuck from stuff I pick, which is probably gonna make my list lame. But it's this makes me want to see this match. You know. This, this made was, your. This list? was on my list, by the way. This made your my, list. My Rushmore. Yep. All right. So my restless. People go to right. you. So, so I started. I'm gonna go with my you know worst to best, but top three, obviously, but whatever. Top four. Um. So I actually picked Matt Hardy versus Edge from Unforgiven 2005. Good match. Yep. Because, well, again, I only <laughs> picked stuff I remembered and I remember, like, that stuck in my mind, right? Yeah. So with a little research, a little help, I was like, oh, yeah, I remember that match. It was good. I mean, obviously, that, that storyline was money because you had the real-life love triangle between Edge, Matt, and Lita. Um, but I remember that the SummerSlam match was kind of a letdown because Edge just was like, it was one-sided Beat the whole the time. Fuck out Beat of the Matt shit Hardy. out of Matt. Yeah. But this is where Matt had his revenge. I mean, it's it was all Edge early on, but afterwards Matt started getting his, his, his offense in, and the fans were absolutely going crazy. 
He had some interference from Lita. But I just remember the finish where Matt Hardy does a leg drop off the top of the cage. Yes. And that was insane. Right. So, it was, it, it, you, it was kind of the opposite of what John was saying where the cage did what it was supposed to do where like people didn't interfere. People interfered in this one. And they used the cage as a weapon and they used it as part of the show. And it was pretty cool. I just love that leg drop off the top of the cage. That's yeah. amazing. This was an honorable mention for me. I forgot about this cage match until this pay-per-view was actually covered on um, adfreeshows.com. Is it? With Bruce Pritchard. They covered Unforgiven 05 mm. last week. So I was like, oh, i got to go back and watch that. Yeah. Especially because we were doing this pod. Right. This, this was the topic. Um, definitely liked it, but it was an honorable mention for me. Yeah. yeah. Same with me. Like I said, if I had seen the match you guys were just talking about, I probably wouldn't have put it on my this list. This one but. didn't even touch my fucking radar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really? Well, you're, you're not an Edge fan, are you? You know what? It stinks. I didn't like it. I love Edge. You love Edge? Yeah. Okay. I, I just I thought that feud in general was a bit of a letdown in terms of this, the heat behind it and then what it ended up coming from it. If anything, it helped Edge. Poor Matt Hardy. I remember being like... When he first came back, the promo was underwhelming, and I was like, man, this is... A chance for this guy to. Adam, you suck, pal. Yeah. Sweet heat there, Matt. Yeah, but then you know what? He found a stride. Maybe, you know, it took him another fifteen years, but he did it. Yeah. To him. Yeah. Not fifteen, maybe ten. Oh, and fucking. I just broke your neck. (laughs) Um, I haven't done my last one on yet. All right, let's hear it. Um, from the year two (laughs) thousand. In the year two thousand. Edge and Christian versus the Hardy Boys um, for the tag team titles at Unforgiven. Yeah. That was, uh, I mean, it's a total spot fest, mm. and, but they have so many great moments in it. It's funny, uh, early on, Jeff uh, climbs to the top, and he actually falls out of the cage. And I think that they were, either they were, either Michael Cole is confused or they were still figuring out how they were going to sell it and he actually just fell and he shouldn't have fell. <laughs> so for a while, Jeff is just like walking outside the ring <laughs> while they just beat on Matt Hardy. Yeah. Um, but they do all sorts of crazy spots in it. They, at one point, uh, Eddie and Christian double suplex Matt off the top rope, but like literally on the rope, not from the turnbuckle. Um, Jeff finally knocks out the ref and then all the ladders and chairs end up in the ring, right? Um, and then Hardy does a whisper in the wind off the top of the cage, like a backflip, uh, moonsault. Uh, Lita comes out, and Hurricane Ron is Christian off the top of the ladder, <clears throat> and then the finish is um, the Hardys hit Edge with a concerto at the top of the cage, and he falls all the way off. Wow. And then they escape for the win. But it's just, I mean, they beat the hell out of each other. It was a kind of a quick <clears throat> match. It maybe only, you know, 15, 12, 15 minutes. Yeah. But they, they got all their spots in, and it was... Um, I mean, talk about using the cage compared to some of the other ones I went back and watched, which didn't make my list, which we might talk about. So... Brett accused them of stealing time from his match, even though he was in WCW, <laughs> so they had to cut it short. <laughs> um, yeah, it was a good one. Yeah. I, I, won't, I wanted to pick a tag team, I could I just couldn't do it. I don't think... I, don't, I think tag <clears throat> team wrestling doesn't belong inside of a, the regular cage. It's more of a hell on a cell thing. Mm. Uh, but actually, I still have my last one. Ah, Let's hear it. Benoit and Kurt Angle from 2001 yeah, Monday Night Raw. I almost Raw. picked that. That made my list. That, my honestly, list. that was like, that was that made my high flyer. It doesn't sound like it should, but it was like my high flyer off the top of the cage. Kurt Angle with his moonsault that didn't even hit. 
Yeah, the Mr. Moonsault. Yeah. That that image is still burnt in my brain because Awesome's on counter. What the hell? <laughs> yeah. So I didn't pick it because of Benoit. Okay. I just don't like Benoit anymore. Fair enough. I, <laughs> Why? I just can't. I can't. I, <laughs> no, I, I, get I can't it. watch matches with him. I just can't I, do I it. get that. I Benoit do. made his diving headbutt off the top, which probably led to him killing his family, but it was a great spot. <laughs> oh, um, I like that Stone Cold was at ringside. And actually, I was reading today that Stone Cold was talking about this match with Kurt Angle when he was on his podcast, mm. and Kurt Angle goes, I got nervous because I was doing all these high spots, and I said, ooh, Stone Cold is going to see this and think I'm, I'm like too... Too flippity floppity for him, mm-hmm. and Stone Cold's like, "Nah, it would have worked the anyways." Um, but uh, then, uh, was that on the Broken Skull sessions available yeah. now on the WWE? I haven't Network? watched it yet. <laughs> I haven't watched it. Yet. I haven't yet either. Maybe tomorrow when I'm working. Yeah. And then uh, Stone Cold was trying to keep him in the cage. He kept he kept swinging the chair at the door. Was yeah. this this was what June of one? Yeah. yeah. So this is right. This is smack dab in the middle of the whole invasion storyline. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. <laughs> Is this after it's Owen was in the Nation of Domination? Before. This is before, okay. Yeah. So this is... Um, joints. We got <laughs> We got Bad Blood 97 going again on the TV. So this is the tournament finals for the Intercontinental title. Ooh. After Owen sat on Austin's neck and yeah. broke it, um, Austin had to forfeit the belt. That's why he's out here. And yeah. this is the tournament final. Owen joined the Nation. But wasn't um, Austin holding the belt when he came out? He's supposed to hand it over. Oh, okay. Yeah. So then, when do they have their rematch? Wait, but didn't... Oh, yeah, because Austin beat Owen when he broke right. his neck that match. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So eventually, Austin and Owen have a match to yeah. blow at Survivor Series, the best Survivor Series of all time, fuck you, Bret Hart. Huh. Austin gets his revenge and beats Owen for the title. Right. And then, and then Owen kind of goes away. And so this then, is the finals? This is the finals of the tournament. Dude, Farouk was so good. He really was. Couple more quick notes on Angle versus Benoit. Benoit hit uh, nine German suplexes, actually six in a row, and then three in a row. <clears throat> and they and then they suplexed the hell out of each other in this match. <laughs> Angle was doing all these gut wrench suplexes, and then they were just like they were literally just. It was almost like a competition. They were running and throwing each other into the cage, and like they, they were trying to jump it like as high as they could and smash it into the cage. That's crazy. It was it was awesome. I don't I don't think I've ever seen this match. You should. It's on. Um, it's Daily on the Motion. WWE Network. Yeah, is it really? Chris if you, if it's, you, it's on a Raw, right? If you, it's gotta be if on you the still network. have a subscription, I do. It's the June eleventh, two thousand one Monday Night Raw. Yeah. I like how Shrimp's like it's on the network. Of course, it's on the network. It's a nice highlight package. You can what the Raws? Oh, I got all the Raws. No, on. No, so the Benoit stuff is on the network. You just can't search for him. Yeah, yeah, he's on there, but you can't like like jump to him. So you can, but like they have all those little timestamps. It will say Kurt Angle in a steel cage match. Oh, or Shawn Michaels and Triple H in a triple threat match. It just doesn't have his name, which is crazy. If you want to watch it on YouTube, there's a nice four-minute recap video. There you go. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> is with, Austin with having a talk ta- ta- with uh, Spanish commentators right um, now? That's two-time Intercontinental <laughs> Champion and <laughs> Hall of Famer Tito Santos. Yeah, but it's the Spanish commentary. Yeah, we watch the same, same, uh, so we've covered two from my list now. <clears throat> covered um, three. Wow. Three from your oh, list yeah. already? Shit. <clears throat> All right, my next one is from SummerSlam 1997. It is mankind. Yes. That was on. That Wait, was my. my that no, was my next pick too. Okay. So go for it. Yep. Yep. I got scared for a second, but no, no, no. something else didn't make your list. All right, SummerSlam 1997, mm-hmm. Mankind versus Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Great match. My pros. Great use of the cage. 
China slamming Foley's yeah. head in the cage. And that was yeah. the blue, it was one of the last big blue. Foley uh, hanging bars. Helmsley off the cage, hanging him off it. Top rope, top, well they say top of the cage elbow to emulate <clears> Snuka. <throat> it was off the top rope, but yeah. he's 300 pounds, so we'll give him a fucking But he got break. the dude love shirt underneath yeah. on and stuff. Yeah. And it was pretty my, cool. My only cons to this match was... Um, China interfering all the time? That, that I didn't have a problem with because she was the bodyguard, so it, yeah. it made sense. Um, no stakes... Yeah. Like, if you're going to have a gimmick match, they had I want been ri- They had had a rivalry for a while, though, at this point. They had, and Triple H had beat him in the King of the Ring finals, but, like... Yeah, there's no... It really wasn't for anything. Um, it opened the pay-per-view and was the best match on the card. Yeah. That... there's There was nowhere to go for, but down from there. I mean, the main event was The Undertaker versus Bret Hart, and... You know how I feel about Bret. Yeah. Um, and Half an hour Fo- classic, that match was. And then Foley won by escape. I fucking hate winning by escape. It's a cage. Cage matches should be submission, especially now in the time of MMA. Escaping the cage is cowardly to me. You're a pussy. Yeah, it's cowardly. You're running away. Either pin him or make him submit. I'm still waiting for the day they do a cage match that's also a ladder match. They've never done that? No. It would be fucking amazing. That would be kind of crazy. It would be too much. It would make no sense. I would love Imagine it. Imagine getting thrown off the ladder and just slamming into the cage. They would have to but double reinforce you could, it you, so it didn't See, break, here's but. the thing, though. They would use it as a finish. The oh, ladder fall would fall over, hit the cage, and the guy would fall over the ladder, uh, over the be, cage. No, you got to climb to grab something. That would be too far to fall. you got to climb to grab something still. Well, that, that's kind of pointless, then. Oh, fucking no point in having the cage No, I would love you. it. How do, how do we get the ladder in? <laughs> yes, you know what? You're right. No, you have to escape, get a ladder, open, you know, you got to open the door. Yeah, the ref opens the door. It's like the game mousetrap. There's just too much going on. But yeah, I, I fucking, I watched this match again recently. It's so good. Yeah. People, it, people like to shit on Triple H. He put people over when it was the right time. And he had well, way he more good all, He didn't have any pull at this time in his career either, though. He wasn't right. Triple H that we know yet. He was on a hearse down. He was in the click, though. And people like to give him a lot of shit. He put a lot of people. Yeah, but over. he was the Sammy Guevara of the clique. Yeah, the like he wasn't. He wasn't. He didn't have any pull yet. The only, the only pull he had was himself. Um, but <laughs> I, I did. I, this was. I didn't. Um, I didn't pick this match because the words Triple H usually shy me away from a match. You don't like weird. Triple H? I'm not a huge fan. He's he's, oh, he's I like way him. too slow in the ring. See, I, See, I, I don't methodical. think that's true. I think he's more flair than he than people think. No, he is. I agree. He's very. See, the thing I like about Triple H that a lot of people don't do is he he works on a body part the whole match. He picks you apart. He's an '80s wrestler. Yeah. He, that's why he, I think I like him because if he were around in the eighties, he would have been fucking. That's why I think I like his style is because it's very eighties, but it's not cheesy, right? You know, I just it's too slow. It bores me. It's like, dude, fair get, enough. Get with the moves. Yeah, yeah. I kind of yeah. like like China, like climbing around and like it was like a video game. Like she was going sideways. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Mick Foley. He was way way. more athletic in this part <laughs> of his career age. too. Like he was. <laughs> He was taking a lot more Donkey risks Kong. at this point. <laughs> I have a question. I have a question about the tag team cage match that you got. Yeah, you were talking about. Yeah, one of you were talking. Yeah, yeah. Um, me. Did Christian at one point Die? escape on his own and stop Matt Hardy from escaping by like getting like Matt on his shoulders and not letting him touch the ground? Or was that a different? Yeah, it was a different match. Because they had then they had more than one tag cage match. Because I specifically remember that like yeah. one guy from each team was eliminated. 
and Kristen to stop Matt from getting out, got under him and was doing like fucking chicken fights, uh, like holding him up. <laughs> yeah, no, this was like you could pin him, but like if both guys escaped at the same time, but if one of them got out, it didn't matter. Okay. You know. So it was both out or pinfall. Right. Okay. So yep. we've hit three of mine. We've hit three of yours. Yep. How many of yours have we hit? Two. Two? What's your next one? So I'm going to put this one. Uh, this was my best championship. It was. It probably came off your guys' list. It sounds like it was the Flare Race '83 Starcade mm-hmm. match. Yeah. Uh, yep. Here's the thing I like about the NWA Steel Cage. The Steel Cage today is kind of going back that direction, but back then it was an actual fucking fence around the ring. Right. I like AEW Steel Cage. Yes. And I feel like that's more authentic. Like even Big Blue to a point was like, okay. Like this is Big Blue was only invented because it was easy to climb. climb. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but, but I think the cages get too comical. I think these old ones they're more like they're like fucking rusty, <laughs> like just hanging out. I love it. And this one, I mean, Flair obviously he's one of the greatest bleeders of all time. Mm-hmm. He fucking oh my god. Um, Holly Race had to fight off the ref at at certain points. And my note is uh, the find the ref American two, men don't wear pink. Sorry, find the ref two on one like like a Chris Wallace debate. Um, no escapes uh, back then when there was no escape. It felt more like a brawl. Um, yeah. And at the end of it, it was like a Rocky fight. They showed the, everyone in the crowd clapping. It was like candid shots of people <laughs> yeah. clapping. Everyone came in the ring, lifted them up. It felt like a Rocky match. And yeah. I think that's. I think was this Flair's first. NWA this is Flair's yeah. first NWA yeah. title, and it was the a first Starcade. The, the the only downside to it was a face Flair, which is a weird, yeah. like quieter, like humble guy. Like he's he's uh was a Chief Tank J Strongbow helped him train for it. Yeah. And I like because he did a promo <laughs> earlier in the night, and Chief sitting there with a broken arm, <laughs> and uh, and Ricky Steamboat came back afterwards when you know when they were friends uh, for their great rivalries. But I just think it was a uh, it was it was a brawl. Uh, yeah. Look, it's Chris Steigl's favorite wrestlers. I, I think this was a very good wrestling match that happened to be inside of a cage, is how I would put it. And uh, well, that's a, that's yes, you just so you hated it. Cage match. No. no, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't a good cage match. First of all, there was disqualification. The referee stopped Flair from using the closed fist. How can you get disqualification in a cage match? It, it was. It was a regular match with rules and disqualification. That's you stupid. Thank you. That's why it was. That's, yeah, that's why. Stupid. That's why I. I was like, "Fuck this match. This isn't a cage match." Was this the boring yeah. match you were talking about? Yeah, yeah I was wrong. fucking bored. I was like, you "This isn't a jail. cage match." <laughs> the, Flair went to use a closed fist, and now ah, the referee's going to check that. That's Can't stupid. use a closed fist. Fuck that. And he was counting when the guy was on. How the is ropes. there not a riot ensued in the freaking it was building? Nineteen eighty-three. People wrong. ate it. I mean, yeah, t- they ate I'm it telling you, all you had to do was turn your chin, and they would go yeah. nuts. And I was taller than the fucking cage. Really? Yeah. I don't know how tall Flair is, but it looked He's like gotta be about, like six, right? It looked six like foot? there was about six inches. The cage is about six inches above his head. I'm six three, so I might not be taller than the cage, but oh, what's this update on Brian Pillman? That he died. Oh Fuck. yeah. This actually, so this made my disarm. Get to the mentions. Hell in a Cell match. Really? Yeah. Let's get to the Hell in a Cell match. We don't care about the flag match. Yeah. I mean, I think. I really I wanted you to put the promo, even though we. I, I was actually. I would have done the same thing. He looks so good there. Look at him. I wanted to put I the flare match this morning in the mirror on my list, and I just couldn't do it. Yeah, you know uh, why? Because you're a fraud. <laughs> <laughs> this was a good wrestling match that happened to be in a cage, and because of that, it was a bad cage match. Uh, yeah, I thought they did a better job in uh, th- two years later. The match we already talked about with. 
having the cage be a dimension. Like, these people are trapped, and, like, one of them has to quit. This just was, like, the cage was an afterthought, in my opinion. Anyway. Like, so we know. <laughs> like, like, so we know. <laughs> well, when we talk about his wife. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Pete, I, you've got two more I, I on your list. I got two more, yeah. So... I'll save my top one because I think we all have the we same all have top the same one. top one at this point. Uh, my next one, again, I could not put this on again. I only picked stuff I watched. Steve Austin versus Vince, St. Valentine's yeah. Day match. I can't believe you put this on your list. Why wouldn't I? That was an because amazing of the match. Finish. Yeah, yeah, but you know what? <laughs> yes. It's a dishonorable mention I'll for t- me. I'll in tell honor you. Of you. I'll tell Hashtag you why. FTBS. So this is the difference, though. Wow. This is the difference because you can't. Top that spot where yeah. Vince falls off the cage and lands on that announcer's table. He's going to he top lands. in the match we're about to watch. But this is a hell in a cell. That's a good point. But that alone for me makes it great because it's you know burned in all your. It's it, yeah, it's burned in our minds. Yeah. Like you can't not think of that image. Yeah. yeah, the fans were going insane, and the fact that he's the owner of the company taking a risk like that and hurting himself to that extent, to me, oh, it's awesome. It's awesome. And there's so much blood in that match, too. Which is why anybody that has a bad word to say about, oh, Vince does this to his people, look what he's done to himself. He, to himself, right. Look at that no, chin. I, I, I think that match is so good. Even though the finish is screwy, I agree. And I was just saying that's you know you should never have that kind of ending. To me, that's the one exception if you're going to do that. And you can't ever replicate that. Because right. it was done so well. Yeah. And that motherfucker was under the ring the whole night. Yeah. And I hate him. I know. I hate you. So for those it's hard recall. for me to pick that match because I hate him with a passion. That was before he sucked, though. He did have a couple of He good was years. a big deal for like a week. What do you think he was doing at the ring? Eating like ho hos and fucking. So <laughs> Bruce Pritchard talks about it. He was watching the show on a little monitor yeah. and he had snacks in a bucket to shit. <laughs> of course he had snacks. Really? Oh, fuck. Well, they have to give him food. But Look, I, I am like the, t- the greatest shitter of all time. And even I can hold <laughs> the it for the entire shitter. show. Yeah, three hours not yeah. that long. So no, he had to be under there before doors. He was under yeah. there at like six o'clock in the show. Yeah, yeah, because you eight. couldn't just you couldn't su- like you couldn't have horse. a seven foot guy just like right. in the dark like go under the ring down like yeah. they do now. You just wheel down a table and they well, it's not like cage match. You, you could have like a giant. Tool he was box. seven yeah. feet five hundred yeah, pounds. It's not like Michaels who's and again I hate him. So for me to pick this, that's how. Could you imagine Again, wheeling down a giant toolbox so, that included a giant yeah. toolbox inside of it? For those who don't remember, that's the discount double ending, toolbox. By the way, Big Show comes out from under the ring, yeah. then throws Austin against the cage, but the cage swings open because with such force. Yeah, and he actually wins by yeah. accident. But right. that's kind of how they just did Roman Brock um, in that cage but match. They fucked that up because Roman touched first, and they're like, "Oh, yeah." Brock won. But they were kind of going for that same kind of finish, right? You know, but. You know, the other thing I would say about this one is uh, Vince shows up looking like Jack. Yeah, like no one's ever seen him yeah. look like that right. before. He was and, always wearing the baggy suits. Right. You never really saw. Right. And he, like, Austin gives him the finger and, and Vince flips him off back. And I'm like, holy mm. shit, like, this guy is not going to put this, up with this, this shit. This is coming off uh, the Royal Rumble win for Vince. That's right. Right, 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 yeah. right. That was some great shit. Yeah. So, you know, Vince was starting... He was still, the, you know, going to be the punching bag, but he was not as uh, hapless as when he f- took his yes. first stunner. And, like, this was his, like, first real match, I think you could say, like, yeah. where he, like, held his own yeah. a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And it was act- and it was an actual match. Yeah. Match. Right. Right. And again, I hate the big show with a passion, but I think 
again, he was a big name. It was the first real trade, I, I guess. Big, you, it, was, it was the first real <laughs> signing from another company that was beating their asses at the time. Right. Yeah, were they beating them at this point? Or Nitro, they already Nitro might have started losing. Okay, this might yeah, this might have been the peak. But but again, this was but like yeah, a big he was, deal. He was the first like major defection. Yes, because Jericho wasn't was until him. that summer, right? And then the big three and, and he had just Malenko he had just were, been their top like top guy for a while too. So like, it's not like you didn't know who he was, right? No, he you was know? he was he was wrestling Hogan that, and at stuff that time like that. period. I mean, everyone was a big deal, but he was next level. He was yeah. a former world champion. And he was kind of their homegrown in, guy, too. He was in the NWO, yeah. He yeah. was one of those guys that, like, we built this guy and mm-hmm. he left. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, I'll so, talk about one more honorable mention but if, before we get to number one, unless... Yeah, no, I've got, so yeah, I've got oh, yeah. some honorable mentions. I've got some yeah, dishonorable mentions. <laughs> right. So, um... You go for it. We mentioned... We honorably mentioned, or Pete had it on his list, Edge versus Matt Hardy. Yep. I've also got Rude versus Warrior from SummerSlam. 90. I almost picked that. Yep. I almost picked that yeah. one. Some people here don't like that match. Yeah, Eddie versus stinks and no one likes it. Eddie versus Rey Mysterio yes. from SmackDown. That was another one I was yep. close to putting on my list. But again, I'm not a big Rey Mysterio guy. CM so. Punk versus Jeff Hardy, um, SmackDown. Mm-hmm. It was uh, Jeff. I've never seen that one. It was good. It was Jeff's last night. Uh, for a couple of years, which is great, and Punk was the world champion, which is yeah. also great. Um, Capital Combat 1990, Ric Flair versus Lex Luger. That's the famous RoboCop pay per view. Oh, okay. But shit gets ah. wild. Um, shit gets wild. It, it's because they had a weird cage that almost like had an angle to it, but I don't think there was a. I don't think there was a roof on top. Huh. I can't exactly remember. But Ole Anderson was controlling the cage, so nobody could. The cage lifted all of a sudden. The ref's like, what the fuck's going on? Sid runs down. Barry oh. Windham runs down. Arn Anderson runs down. The cage lowers, and they cut, and Ole Anderson got his hands on the remote, so he's controlling it. So they raised it so the heels could get in, and they start beating the shit out of Luger. Which cage match was the one where Hogan and Savage are in it, and Flair, that, and, like, that, and Piper, and like there's a million of the gold So that is a it. terrible piece of shit match from Halloween Havoc. And that's it like the was, one that was, is the, did a fan get in, too? No, that one's... Okay, that's a different Halloween Havoc. Okay. That was, um... <laughs> that was Halloween... That was Halloween Havoc 99... 98 or 99. It's like this, this huge shit show of wrestlers. In so the, that that's Hogan versus Piper. Savage gets involved. Yes. And they Savage. tie up Piper. And then a fan... Yes, yes, yes. A that's fan what it is. A Sting match... Yes. Mask, an actual fan, fan climbs the cage yes. and Savage and Hogan beat the shit yes, out of him. Yes, that's the one I'm thinking. Have you seen this? No. Okay, maybe we should put that on yeah. after We should put this. that on after yeah. this. It's no, a shit so show. I thought you were talking about the, it was like, the, they called it like the Terror Dome match. There was, a, there, was a, there was a separate did they, did they cage. Base, uh, what's the WWE movie there the, uh, with David Arquette? That was oh, diff- that's, even, uh, that's an even different thing. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. This is called the Doomsday Cage. They set up a separate three-tiered cage in the corner of the arena, and it was Hogan and Savage against the Dungeon of Doom and the Horsemen. It was Flair, Anderson, Pillman, Luger, the Taskmaster, Kevin Sullivan, yes. Z-Gangsta, a.k.a. Zeus. Z-Gangsta. The Ultimate Solution, which they had to change because they originally called it the Final Solution, which is what Hitler's plan yes. for killing all the Jews was. Oh so they God. had to change it. Wow. Um, which the ultimate solution was Jeep Swenson, who played Bane in Batman and Robin in 1997. Oh, boy. By the way, for the one person that's listening, I don't have any notes. This was just brought up to me to talk about. It's true. 
Um, he's watching Bad Blood while he's talking about the this. Zodiac. By the way, the Zodiac. Michael's reaction of how sh- shit scared he is right now the, is great. The Zodiac, Kamala. Um, Harris. Rest in peace. No, the the dead Kamala. The vice Ming, president, president Ming, the barbarian. It was a fucking shit show, wow. and somehow Savage and Hogan beat eleven people. Oh, wow, I kind of want to watch it now. Um, <laughs> hold on, but so my dishonorable mentions. We talked about fucking Saint Valentine's Day Massacre, Ric Flair versus Harley Race. My last dishonorable mention in your house, in your house too. It was the pay-per-view before WrestleMania 12, Brett versus Diesel. It's that was not, a good match. It, uh, I fucking hate this match for one reason. Royal Rumble, Diesel did the honors, Undertaker pulled Diesel yeah. up from under the ring, and Brett won mm-hmm. and set yeah, up WrestleMania. Yeah, but he didn't return the favor. He, he refused to take the powerbomb. What will it do for me? Undertaker looks at him and says, Motherfucker, this isn't about, about you. You. Yeah. you have your match. Right. We need our match now. Yeah, so you got to help us Brett out. refused. And under, no, that's Undertaker came out from underneath. Yeah, yeah he, just, he just returned in. the favor. Right, right but... Underneath that thing, the entire thing, and he had snacks, and they had little teams, so they But <laughs> Brett refused... I already took a shit, but and he bucket. filled the bucket, and then they Brett had refused to send uh, him another bucket. Could you imagine taking the bucket out after the big show took Is it that out? why there's a bucket oh, in Monday Night Raw for uh, Sega Genesis? Yes. Oh, <laughs> I want That could be, like, that's the shit Well, they bucket. have to get a bucket, because Kurt had... Oh, hello! <laughs> hey. Hey, hi, guys. When, uh, when in the NWO, Kurt Henning was under the ring and just took a shit on the floor, so they started using a bucket. Wow. Clean it up. Um, you know, my, one of my honorable mentions is, uh, what was the cage match where Dean Ambrose almost got impaled by the fucking... Oh, no, that was Seth Rollins. Is it Seth? Yeah. yeah. Okay. That, they were lowering Seth. the cage and Seth went to slide yeah. in. Like, oh, he, shit. He almost fucking died. Yeah, that would have been bad. would have died. How about from 97 on a Raw How about from no? February 17th? <laughs> Sid versus Bret Hart. I remember this man. Sid won the title. Yes, Sid Bret Hart. Yeah, I remember this man. I love that. This moment. was like the third time Sid got the belt in like a, in the yeah, same year is. because they were like they were trying to change their plans, but Bret and Sean pulling all the bullshit they were pulling, they had to keep giving it back. Well, to Sid. You're, you're ready for the creepiness? Yeah. Sid won at Summer Survivor Series yeah. in Madison Square Garden '96. Sean won it back in San Antonio lost at the Rumble. Lost his smile. Lost his smile. They had a fatal four-way paper. Bret won. It was Bret. Undertaker, Sid, Undertaker, and Vader. Vader. Yep, I remember Brett that won, very clearly. And then the next night, Sean came out yes. and was like, "Oh, he's obviously not hurt. He's just being a cunt." Yeah. Um, <laughs> and I'll admit when Sean so, was being right, a cunt, right, right. and then Sid won the title. And now so, I'm surprised Brett was okay with losing it that night. Like, why? Because he had a better match lined up. He was going to wrestle Austin in the I Quit match instead of losing to the Undertaker. Yeah. Okay. And there's two spots here, so. Sid, uh, Brett superplexes Sid off the top rope in this, by the way, which is probably one of the nastiest bumps Sid ever took. And because you know you can do that. No, the nastiest bump I've ever seen Sid take was when he jumped off that barricade and landed. I thought he was going to break his leg when he in that Instagram post. Oh, you're not talking about the time he actually broke his leg. His leg when he jumped off the top (laughs) rope and broke. Have you ever seen that? No, 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 this was when he was on the barricade. No, the time he actually broke his. I haven't seen that. You've never seen. Oh, that we have. Fuck what we were talking about. I haven't seen that. Is this WWF or WCW? We got. I got to shoot. We got to see that. All the bad stuff happened in WCW. I I wish I watched more WCW as a kid. And saw I all the bad shit. Funny. Yeah. What were the two things we said we had to watch now? Uh, the 
Oh, the one with uh, Piper and Hogan. The t- Piper with Hogan the kid and, and the Sid Breaking his leg. Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Piper Hogan and Sid Breaking his leg. Both great. Great shit. John, you had some honorable mentions? Uh, just the one where Seth Rollins almost got stabbed in the ass. <laughs> yeah. Did you have more honorable I, mentions? I, I, I would have said the, uh, growing uh, up, the, the first, one of the first cage matches I saw growing up was Taker when he came out of the ring. Mm. Yeah. And uh, I, the one that sticks out in my memory is uh, Hogan and Beefcake versus Macho Man and Zeus. <laughs> Z Gangsta. SummerSlam, 89. Or 90. Actually, I think it was 89. Honorable mention just because it was the first and only steel cage match to headline WrestleMania. WrestleMania 2. Monday, <laughs> Hogan. Monday and Hogan? That was yeah. a bad match. Yeah, it wasn't a great match. I, but I think Hogan with the taped, the shit taped ribs that clearly did nothing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pete, do you have any uh, mentions that? Uh, no, I was going to have um, uh, no, the Eddie the Guerrero and Rey Mysterio was going to be on there, yeah. but I took it off very quickly because I don't like Rey Mysterio. No. No, Although I like his daughter. I do too. So does Buddy Murphy. I did the match. Yeah, Alexa Bliss was uh, telling him to get laid, apparently. Good for her. Yeah. All right. I think everybody's number one. 1994, Owen Hart versus some guy with greasy hair. Uh, For a podcast that three out of the four people don't like Bret Hart, we obviously, (laughs) we we choose Bret Hart in a lot of our uh, He was a great wrestler. He's just a cunt. Yeah. Yeah, I like cunts. Maybe I'm going to be on the Bret Hart side when we he's do this the, fucking thing. He's I don't not know. The good cunt. He's not the good Maybe guy. Maybe he's just working this whole time. You yeah. know what's funny? I was a huge <laughs> Bret Hart fan when I was a kid, but as I learned the backstage politics, yeah. it made me dislike him. I never was. I was always, I mean, you know, I've always been a Sean guy. Yeah. I was at the Survivor Series when they started the Owen-Bret feud. I liked both of them. I got really excited that Owen was a bad guy, and I bought the Hitman shades, but I scratched off where it said Hitman. I was like, these are Owen shades. Uh, oh, no. Um, great use of the cage. Owen got his legs hung up in the cage at the end. Leg they had never done that before. Kicked out of his leg. Yeah. The top rope superplex. It went 32 minutes. See, um, that should have been Owen the ch- as the champ in the opening of that match, though, and then Brett winning the match, getting the belt. Yes. Absolutely. Owen should have Owen should have taken Brett's place at WrestleMania 10 for hurting Brett's leg. Does he beat Yoko though? Yes. Or Owen should have won the belt, Yoko, and then Owen you could do Luger. that either way. But Owen should have won the belt at the end of that night, and then Brett could have had his revenge at SummerSlam. That's the only thing they did wrong. Or you just could have had Owen beat Brett at this pay per view. You should have done it. Owen won King in the Ring in June. See, I love this match because it's so violent. It's like. See, the Mankind match is just Mankind killing himself. This match is actually a match. I had three cons to this wonderful cage match that is our main, that is our uh, top of the mountain. It was a win by escape. It wasn't the main event. They fucking put Undertaker versus Undertaker, which we talked about last match. time. Yeah. Great match. And fucking Brett won. So well, I mean, whenever Brett no, wins, fuck What do you that not match. like about that? You know, what's better than one Undertaker? Two Undertakers. No. <laughs> Are we talking about stock splits? That's better than one stock I mean, I I was at Survivor Series when there was four doinks, and that shit wasn't very good. Uh, Well, I I like the one in your pants. Don't don't let him make you doink, kid. Don't be doink. Don't be doink. Kill your career. No, Sean, it's okay. It's only for tonight. Don't be doink. I was the the undisputed champion. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Don't be doink. So you're the new doink now? (laughs) Love him. He's the best. 
Yeah, we talked about this match before oh. in our SummerSlam episode. Yes. In the old format. And talk about how like they both had long hair and that's how they held each other on mm. from escaping and stuff. Just good you I know, think good this, storytelling. I think this was a textbook on how to escape because they had a like the one complaint everyone makes online is that they tried to escape the cage too many times, but that's the fucking point of the match. <laughs> so it's Yeah, like, they actually made it part of the story. So I think they mm. kinda were a textbook of like, hey, this is how you use the cage. I mean, was that the only way you could win that match is escaping? Yeah. yeah. So that's that made sense. Um, if you make it part of the rule, then epic, it's okay. Epic moment of that match is Owen has Brett Lutz in the sharpshooter. The camera goes to his face. He says, I'm going to break both of your legs. Oh, I love it. Uh, even more epic part of the match, when it was done and they're on the floor, who's in the who's in the aisle? It's the Hart family. Yeah. And for some reason, Neidhart gets behind uh, Davy Boy Smith with long hair <laughs> and throws him over. Like His hair was like long and bushy. Throws <laughs> Get a lines him and Diana over... <laughs> Over the thing, it's and just, Diana, it's just beating right. the crap out of Brett, and then like comforts Owen. Yeah, like, I don't, get, I don't get the uh, Nightheart Owen like yeah. love yeah. fest. Yeah. Oh my god, it, it just, seems like Brett and Nightheart were closer friends than Owen and Nightheart were. Yeah, and I don't and know. Owen and Bulldog seem like they were the best friends. Yeah, in the it's whole interesting. World. I wonder if they and actually Coco. hated each other. Coco beware! Coco beware! beware. Coco beware. <laughs> High energy. <laughs> <laughs> it's good stuff, though. It's good stuff. Yes. Yep. I like. Yeah, I had fun watching it at work today. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Has anybody got an idea for the? Nope. All I right. Did. See I, you guys next I week. Had a great, because it's fall. Uh, it's man, football. Man. The Mount Rushmore of football players Ooh. who went to wrestling. Wow. That's like wow. a short list though. There's like only four of them. Mongo oh, McMichael. Oh. Uh, it, d- I do like Mongo. Death the Road with the New England Patriots. Lawrence Taylor. I mean, I mean, it can be college. I mean, yeah. Dwayne the Rock Johnson went to Miami. Leon White Goldberg was, a, was in the Bra- uh, Falcons. Yeah. Vader was a Ram. Brian Didn't Tillman Lesner was a Cincinnati Bengal or tried to. Yeah. See, I wouldn't. I wouldn't count Lesnar because he was a wrestler. Then he tried to get in the NFL. Then he went back to wrestling. I'd count him. I'd count him because he was he was drafted, right? They drafted uh, him. Practice squad. And he got cut. Uh, uh, the, did he play in college? No. No. No, he was wrestling. Wrestling. How about the top four wrestlers to get COVID? Oh, I mean, that's a good one. The Rock. <laughs> the Rock, Rock's Lance Archer. Um, so, top four NFL. Top four NFL players to... No, just football and like guys yeah. who played in either college yeah, or NFL. I mean, okay. Is an all yeah. American, right? We can throw, throw the college in there because, I mean, that's where they get a lot of Pretty guys. Pretty much just set our list just now. <laughs> <laughs> He's so, named everybody. All right, Pete. All right, Pete, come over one of your fancy ideas. I don't have any. Well, exactly. <laughs> you know, Baron Corbin. Baron Corbin, yeah. So we don't have. I mean, we just said, like, ten guys. <laughs> Maybe if you do your research, you find a couple more and you're, like, yeah. you're, you're shocked. Yeah. All right. That's Shawn Michaels, Michael Higginbottom once played for. Uh, his he high played football. Team. Yeah, he did. Wait, are we we're counting high school football no, too? No. Oh, no. I think you should. I think it should be NFL. And I, I, I like college. Col- I like college. college. I think college is legit enough where you can Division one college. college. Division one college. I think for wrestling, the demographics of the South, college ball is big in the South. No, oh. talking, just because I just want to clarify. So, how good they were in wrestling. Okay. The best former like, football athletes that succeeded in wrestling, okay. right? Yes. Okay, because some people think Goldberg was a drizzling shits, and he played football for a year. So just just, just check it. Go, you can't say Goldberg was champion, unsuccessful, yeah. though. No, he was very successful. That's he true. was just as popular as Stone Cold for a I time. Feel like I, mean, he he got, I feel like he got better, and then he got worse. 
Oh, no, he, he was bad, he got good, then he got worse again. Yeah. True. So. All right, so I think that's going to do it. Um, as always, hashtag FTBS. Fuck yeah, the, big the big show. show. No. We'll see it. What? Oh, fuck the big he show. He seems like a decent person. No, Matt life. Morgan says he's a piece of shit, and so do I. Really? Yeah. But he, he's, he's not a good person. When I think of Matt Morgan, I think he stinks and no one likes him. <laughs> Chris, take us out. Cue the Rougeau Cue brothers. Cue the Rougeaus. <laughs> I'm waiting for you to do it. Here it is. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>